Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. Are you ready to turn the page on 2020 and move into 2021? NSA has some exciting new developments in the new year that will directly impact you. Today, we have two very special guests in the VOE virtual studio to share details. Are you ready? Let's go. Today on Voices of Experience, I'm extremely excited that we have with us Tom Singer, who is a CSP, and you'll learn during the course of our interview today exactly why he is our interviewee today. So I don't want to give that up too, too fast. Tom, thank you for joining us on Voices of Experience. Crystal, it's always a pleasure to sit here and talk with you. (laughs) Well, Tom, I think most of the National Speakers Association knows who you are, but we know that not all of our listeners are NSA, and then some of them might be brand new members. So I'd love for you to share a couple things about yourself so that people can feel like they know you, but let's do it in a different format, especially for the people who already know you. Let's do two truths and a lie. So give us three interesting facts about you, one of them being untrue, and maybe at the end we'll we'll come back around and reveal which one of those isn't true. All right, so I have been a professional speaker for 12 years. I uh, was uh, a contestant on two television game shows in my youth, one when I was six and one when I was 21. And I also have uh, climbed to the top of one of the six largest peaks in the world. Ooh, I'm excited to know which one of those uh, you climbed. But we'll see at the end if that's even the truth. So we'll we'll get back to that, Tom. But why don't you tell us why you think you're here today? I think I'm here today because you are wrapping up what has been 18 months as the host of Voices of Experience. And I am not taking over Voices of Experience, but I'm taking on a new direction along with NSA in the world of podcasting. Ding, ding, ding. So for anyone listening, yes, I have been with you for a crazy long time because this is not standard for the host Voices of Experience NSA's podcast. But we're moving into something new. I am so excited as my quote unquote contract ends. Tom is going to be the new voice of the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. And Tom, you mentioned that we're going in a different direction. What is the new direction for the podcast? So we're launching a new podcast in 2021 called Speakernomics. And the whole idea of the podcast is to be focused on the economics of growing a speaking business. So VOE has been a wonderful tool. But if we really look back, it goes back longer than I've been around to when it used to come as a cassette tape with the magazine. And the world is entirely different now. And we decided rather than just renaming VOE, um, we would take it in a, in a whole new direction and start a brand new podcast that can be the, the voice of the speaking business, both for NSA and beyond. I love, 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 love the name of the new podcast because anyone who's looking through the app store or any type of podcast directory, when you see speakernomics, you see speaking and economics in it. So I think that's going to draw people, more people into NSA, and it's more obvious what the podcast is about. 
that's exactly why we came up with this new name, because Voices of Experience is a wonderful product that NSA has had for a long time. But the history of it, it goes back to when a cassette tape used to arrive in the mail with the magazine. And the world has changed so much. We wanted to kind of launch a fresh podcast that was really focused on the world of podcasting in 2021 and beyond. And by starting over, it gives us that fresh thing. And you're absolutely right. When it comes to SEO and being found, we wanted a name that wasn't something that was only known by people who were NSA. We wanted everyone to understand what the show was about. You know, what's interesting is when I think about it, I actually think it benefits the members as well. Because when we say that we're members of the National Speakers Association, a lot of people know what the association is, but there's a lot of people who've never heard of it. And so if we get a podcast that trends higher for the topic of becoming a professional speaker and it's elevated, I mean, the, the association, we know that it's top in class for what it does. There's no association that can compete with the National Speakers Association, in my opinion, when it comes to building profitable speaking businesses. And so the more people who are aware of our association through this podcast, it actually elevates all of the members that, that are participating because now people know, oh, you're, you're a member of that organization, you're official. Yeah, and that is our, our plan is to be that voice of the business side of speaking. Okay. So, you know, Voice of Experience, as it's been while I've been hosting, we've moved closer to a podcasty format, but I know you have years of podcasting experience. So for those that are excited and they're like, okay, so what can we expect that's shifting? Can you share some of the, the major shifts and the benefits of those? Yeah, I'm really excited. I've actually worked on a couple of podcasts. Uh, six plus years ago, I started my show, which was originally called Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Mm -hmm. I changed it this year to be called Making Waves at Sea Level to be a little bit more congruent with some other things I'm doing in my life and my business. But I've done over 600 and you know, 30 episodes of that show. And from doing that, I've been involved with a lot of different podcaster organizations and, and conferences. And so one of the things that I want to do with this brand new program is I really want to take each interview and get it really focused on walk away tips. Every single interview, I'm going to start with asking the person, what two things do you think people can do right now in their business that will help them make more money. And then we'll go backwards and we'll dissect what that guest's experience is. So kind of reverse engineering the process. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally want to have the takeaways up front so mm -hmm. that every time someone logs in, they know exactly what they're getting in that episode. That's so valuable in a time where many of us are suffering from content overload. <laughs> if they can get right on and know, I'm going to get these two quick things. I know exactly what I'm getting. I don't have to listen to try to figure out. I, I just I love this as someone who is a true advocate for the longevity of our organization and all of our assets, including our digital assets. Now, is the format changing at all uh, for, for the coming year? Not really changing. I mean, we're doing a new podcast. So what's the format of the new podcast when we think about timing, releases? Tell me a little bit more about that. So one of the things that you've done a great job of with that transition from when it was, you know, a CD to being a full podcast, I think you called it more podcasty, uh, <laughs> is we've shortened it to, you know, pretty much single interviews that are going to be focused on a specific topic. And that's something that we're going to take forward into this new show. But also the, the timing is going to be about a 20 to 25 minute interview. So we have enough time to get into the meat that people can walk away with. And yet at the same time, we want to keep 
keep it short and bite-sized so that people can listen when they're on a drive, when they're on a run, when they're at the gym, et cetera. I love it. So I know that a lot of the people who've been listening to VOE say that they do it while they're walking their dogs in the morning. So you're still keeping a format where those same folks, they can easily keep that exact same habit and go forward. Now, are you releasing on the same day of the week, Tuesday, or is that changing or do we know yet? Uh, I don't know that we have figured out exactly what day we're going to release. The show will come out every week and it will be interviews with people who are tied to the speaking industry. But one of the things I want to do is attract that market that is the speakers bureaus or that is uh, our meeting planners who actually work with speakers because we are a microcosm of the mm-hmm. meetings industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes speakers forget that there's the speaking industry, but the speaking industry doesn't really exist without the meeting industry. And I think we learned that lesson loud and clear in 2020. So some of the episodes will not just apply to speaking. It sounds like you're saying it's also going to attract some of the people that hire speakers because there's a crossover of information. Yeah, I mean, the economics of being a speaker are tied directly to speakers bureaus, tied to meeting planners. There's all kinds of areas that we touch, the training industry. So I want to make sure that we're focused on every aspect that impacts the money side and the growth side of our businesses. Mm, I, I absolutely am excited about this. Now, in addition to that shift in format, are there any other shifts that we should be aware of in terms of how the podcast will be delivered? Uh, so the podcast will be delivered kind of the same way. It's available everywhere that you can get podcasts. It's going mm-hmm. to be available on the the C-Suite network as well. So we're going to make sure that we're partnering with organizations like C-Suite and stuff to make sure that we're getting the word out about this show. The other thing is, I think we're going to put a big push into you know advertising this show to people who are speakers, because not everybody who is a speaker is a member of NSA, but we want to make sure that this podcast is focused on everybody who uses the spoken word to grow their business. That's powerful because that'll grow our membership. That gives us a greater pool of resources and content and information. So that's, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Now let's talk about the guests. Who are going to be the guests on the new podcast? Well, people are going to have to wait for the release to get the actual names. But one of my goals for the long run is that obviously we want to talk to people who have successful businesses. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a little bit of a litmus test to make sure that people are actually working in the business and actually speaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's the first thing is we want to make sure it's working speakers. They don't have to be members of our organization, but Mm -hmm. we want to make sure it's people who are giving advice, who are actually in the trenches is doing the work. So I think that you already do that with, you know, the current iteration of Mm -hmm. of VOE, but that's something we want to make sure of. And then if we're interviewing people from other related industries, we want to make sure again, that they're people who are really doing the work, not just someone who is, you know, trying to sell to speakers. So it's not, you know, because right now we have members that are listening and they're like, oh man, I got to get on Speakernomics. And then they're going to pitch you because I know I've, I've had this experience. So it sounds to me like, you're really going to focus on interviews where people get actionable takeaways, at least two. It's not really going to be me-centric interviews where it's just storytelling. Am I understanding? Yeah, I'm less interested in someone's background than I am on what they do to grow the business that other people can do. And one of the things I'm taking into this is 
Crystal, your business is very different from my business. And if we lined up 10 speakers, we're going to find 10 very different business models and 10 different paths to get there. So I'm not so concerned with the path someone got to get there. Mm -hmm. I'm very concerned with what are they doing now that's working that can be translated to other people. Now, obviously, not every piece of advice will work for every speaker, but Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that every single interview has a takeaway where somebody goes, oh, I can do that. Or they say, "Mm, I can't do it that way, but that inspires me to do it a different way. Okay. What do you have to say for the members that maybe they're not listening through a podcast right now? Because I have a feeling you might end up on the YouTube channel like VOE did for a while Mm -hmm. uh, because not everyone listens to podcasts. What would you say to the folks uh, to encourage them to go into a podcasting format? Well, there's a lot of different ways that people will be able to consume Speakernomics. So, However you consume it is fine with me, but you know, in the last six years since I got into the podcasting world, I forget the exact numbers, but it was like 25% of Americans you know, knew about or listened to podcasts six years ago. That number is now upwards of 75%, and I don't know the exact numbers, but in the last six years, the amount of people who understand what is a podcast and where do I get it has really gone into that mainstream, mm-hmm. and so I think that that's where you know, you know, we expect people to be at this point. Well, and I, I do think that, I, again, I'm assuming, because we're, we're still putting some final things into play, you and the team uh, at HQ, that people will be able to listen on the website and on YouTube as well. But I just know that when you subscribe to a podcast, if you just take a few minutes to just go through that step, you get notifications. It'll let you know when it's popped up. It's actually easier to make it a habit. And because just about everyone has a smartphone now, you know, you can listen to it on the go pretty easily. Absolutely. And that's what we want it to be. We want it to be your habit. Let's assume it releases on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday or Wednesday, we want you to be accustomed to the fact that, ooh, I'm going to get my tidbit of speakernomics. I'm going to get something that I can take away and put into action that can help me grow my business. And with 52 episodes a year, if you're not walking away with at least half that, you know, if 26 times you're not going boom, you just made my brain explode, then we're not doing something right. But I think it'll be much more than, than half. What's fascinating is by doing a 20 to 25 minute podcast, you're getting deep enough where you're going to get some really good content that people can take action on, but it's not so deep that it's going to be complicated. And so I think, you know, for people that might be overwhelmed when it comes to execution, for the most part, they're going to get tips that they can fairly easily put into place. We agree on that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's my my whole hope and dream for this podcast is that it's going to be super practical and it's going to be advice from people who are really out there doing this and not just somebody trying to sell something. I'm, I'm not looking for interviews where someone is promoting something. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for interviews where somebody has really solid advice that's going to matter to the listeners, whether they're NSA members or not. The other thing that I I take away from this when you're talking about the type of interviews you're going to do and providing some level of of proof or verification that people are what they say that they are is, you know, we're living in a rapidly changing time. I mean, the pace of change is on a completely different level in, you know, 2020 going into 2021. And it's not going to decrease. And so it sounds to me like, you know, really, this is a great opportunity for speakers to get information that, that's relevant and, and fairly quick to market. And we're going to record these in real time. So most of these episodes will be recorded 
a week or so, maybe two weeks in advance of when they air so that we can really focus on what's going on. Because let's face it, as we go into 2021, mm-hmm. the speaking business has been somewhat paralyzed. A lot mm-hmm. of it has gone virtual, but we all know that not everybody has been able to find work in this virtual world. So yes. a lot of the episodes we're going to have to do early on are going to be about where are we now? How do you reinvent? You know, we're, we're past the term pivot at this point. What right. do we do right now? But as vaccines become available, as we get that herd immunity and meetings come back, guess what? It's not going to be flick a switch and it's going to be 2019 all over again. There's going to be a whole new world of the live meetings business. We need things that are real time that are going to help people be able to you know, reinvent and regrow their speaking businesses. That's powerful because you talk about the vaccine so that you know, whenever that's made available and depending on its distribution, that's going to impact things as certain states open up to certain, allow a certain number of people at meetings. And then when meetings start, how, even with the vaccine in place, how will the way that we handle meetings change? Will we still stick to certain standards? Will some people be weirded out? Will we have more hybrid? So it sounds like all of those types of things where we need to know in the moment what's going on, what we need to do to be prepared. The new podcast, Speakernomics, is going to be the number one resource for that. That is our hope, is that it is going to be the place as the world changes. And you're right. Change is happening at a faster pace, even before coronavirus. Mm -hmm. The world has been changing at a really rapid pace. And let's face it. People don't like change. Some of our members don't like change. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there are going to be some people who are going to be like, wait, I already subscribed to VOE. Mm -hmm. How come I have to subscribe to something else? Well, because you do. And that's where the information is going to be with this new show. And like I said, if we do it right, and anytime Mm -hmm. you try something new, there's some ifs involved. Right, right. If we do it right, everyone will walk away with those little tidbits of information that can help them get through 2021 and beyond. I certainly want there to be evergreen material in this, Mm -hmm. but the reason we're doing the interviews on that short term rather than doing all the interviews like it used to be, Mm -hmm. uh, they used to do all the interviews for the year or at least many of them at convention. But then that, you know, if we're airing something 10 months later, I don't think that's extremely relevant in the world we're going to be in in 2021. So everything has to be real time. Not at all. And the cool thing about what you're doing is not only are they going to get real time information and you talked about them having the tidbits as you go along, but the model you're creating, the fact that the organization is investing the time, the money and the resources in creating a new more sustainable podcast product and speakernomics is a model that we can use ourselves and our businesses as we have to create shifts, as we have to reinvent so that we stay relevant as well. So we're not only learning from you, we're learning through you. That that is that is our hope. And we're still going to do some of the things like we've always done with the history of VOE, meaning we'll interview many of our speakers for the winter conference and Mm -hmm. for influence. We'll interview them in in advance as a way to help promote the conferences. But those interviews have to have those takeaways that have to do with how do you grow your business? Right now in the moment. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, Tom, it is time for us to reveal What was your lie? You gave us two great truths and a lie. I'm really curious to know which one it was. Have you actually been speaking for 50 years, but you're a vampire? (laughs) I full-time full-time became a speaker 12 years ago, just like I said. Okay. I was a contestant on Truth or Consequences when I was in first grade, and I was a contestant on the $25,000 pyramid when I was 21 years old, but I have never hiked anything bigger than like a flight of stairs. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, duly note, and just so you know, I already started signing us up for something once COVID goes away. Cause I was like, Ooh, I need a hiking partner. So I just, I, I'm going to have to get my deposit back on that. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with right now? I want to leave our listeners with a little tidbit of excitement. If you've listened to this whole interview I want you to be ready, you know, next week to log on to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast love. I guess it's Apple Podcasts, not iTunes anymore. It shows you that that change doesn't work with my brain very fast. Let me say that again. I want you to log on to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast love. And I want you to subscribe to Speakernomics. And I want you to be excited about what we're going to bring you in this new format. Let's shift from the fantastic new podcast developments to what you can expect from the National Speakers Association as a whole. We're excited to have with us in the virtual studio right now, Barry Banther, CSP, CPAE, and also chair of the board of the National Speakers Association. Thank you so much for being with us today, Barry. And Crystal, thank you. And Crystal, thank you for not only being an amazing producer and hostess of BOE, but also a member of of our National Board of Directors. Thank you for all you're doing for NSA. (laughs) Thank you, Barry. So let's go ahead and just get right into it. You know, as we're going into this new year of 2021, what are you and the board focusing on right now? What, what What are you thinking about at this time? Well, Crystal, as you know, this is a transition year because we now have a professional president, Mary Lou Peck. She and her team of volunteers are working feverishly on programming, both virtual programming, online programming, the upcoming winter conference influence this summer. And as chair of the board, my responsibility is to help the board look toward the future. And there are several things that are really critical and we're really working on them, even though our membership may not quite see evidence of that yet. Here's the first one, Crystal. We're going to be making, and we are in the process of making, the most significant investment in the history of our association in technology. And by that, I mean simply, we want to have the best possible website, mobile app, ability to communicate with us. We want to make it very easy for every NSA member or NSA prospective member to be able to reach out, communicate, get the resources you need, which is going to require a whole new perspective on our technology. So we're making the financial investment. There's a team working on that, and you should begin to see some results of that within the first quarter of this coming year. So I'm really excited about it. I'm excited too. Whenever I hear technology, I want to do a happy dance. All right. So, so what else is the board focusing on right now? The first thing is technology and and that major shift for all of our members. What's the next thing? Then the next thing, Crystal, is we don't want to have a barrier or a fence that people have to crawl over to get to NSA or climb over. We want to open it up and, and build a fire that everyone can get as close to as possible. And that means taking a different look at membership. We'll always have an important place for those people that are members, but there are various ways people want to be members. For example, some people, they want to be able to come in and subscribe to VOE. They want to subscribe to the vault, but they don't necessarily want to attend a meeting. Other people want to be all in. They want to be involved in everything. They want the vault. They want membership. They want meetings. We've got many new virtual groups that are starting, like the podcast group, the authors group. More of those are coming. So we're taking a wholesale review of membership. And what does it mean to access NSA? In some cases, it may be a subscriber as opposed to being a member. In some cases, it may be being a member that's an all-in member or a member who's a legacy member because of so many years. But we want to open the gate and through that new technology, 
make it possible for more people than ever to be able to access NSA, benefit from NSA, and become part of NSA, whether it's a local chapter, a community group, one of the groups online, one of our specialty groups, or attending the many educational opportunities that we have. I love it. Both the updates that you shared are focused on access, making NSA more accessible. I love it. That's right. Any other updates that we should be aware of as we're going into 2021? And there's one more, and that is our recruitment effort. How do we attract people to be subscribers or members? Well, NSA has always, from its very beginning, been inclusive. And with each passing year, regardless of who our president was or who was serving on the board, there, there was a real desire to make NSA as inclusive as possible. But here's something we recognize from our recent member survey. The majority of our members are over 50 years of age, and I'm one of those, and we applaud that. And it speaks to the resilience of NSA. Mm -hmm. But as we look at the workforce, as we look at the speakers, trainers, coaches, authors, consultants, many, 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 many of those are under the age of 50. So an initiative that's very important to me, and we're just beginning to look at it, how can we be more attractive to them? How can they see us as the place where two things can happen? They can get better at their craft of speaking, and they can build a better speaking business. So along with technology, and along with access, we want to be able to specifically target groups that may never have seen themselves as part of NSA, or they may not even know NSA exists. So that's really important to us. So 2021 is about technology. It's about access and it's about reaching out and inviting those who should be part of NSA to become part of this wonderful family that means so much to so many of us. Thank you for tuning in to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. It has been my honor and pleasure to serve you these past 16 months. This season of VOE built on the hard work and innovation of all the hosts that came before. Back to when VOE was released on cassette tape. The guests, both NSA member speakers and non-speakers, gave us their very best to provide us with valuable information during what will be remembered as one of the biggest transitional periods of our industry. Perhaps the thing I'm most proud of that we accomplished together this season is that our podcast guests reflected the future of the speaking industry. Gen Z's to septuagenarians, cis-hetero and members of the LGBTQ community, various races and cultures, differing abilities, and even countries of residence. What a beautiful note on which to end Voices of Experience and my time as host. Thank you for this honor. I, along with you, am excited about the future of NSA and our brand spanking new podcast, Speakernomics. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.